now. You ready? Let's do Welcome back to episode 21 of Skates at the Stakes. I'm your host, AJ DeVito, and hockey season is upon us. Right now, we have Edmonton against Vancouver. We got the Ducks somehow beating the Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for coming. Another bet I lost. And Colorado and Chicago. Hockey season's upon us. We're, I know I'm excited. Jake, how we feeling? Hockey is back. Doing good, man. Um... Obviously broke out the two screens today of all the games on and a lot of games on tomorrow, so including ours, so that's very exciting and just a good time for hockey season to be back. Uh, I missed it for sure. I had three screens going. I had my Mac, I had the one TV, and then my main TV, so hockey everywhere, buzzing around. I'm excited. But tomorrow, or I guess today now, the New York Islanders get to play a hockey game, which is awesome. But also, it's going to be stressful because it's the New York Islanders. Go. Yeah, obviously, uh, we start on the road. I think it's 13 games. Uh, so we start in Carolina tomorrow. Who knows how it'll impact our game at all, if it does at all. Um, so it sucks that we won't be at the new arena and we won't have fans. But it'll be exciting to see everyone back and um, have very high expectations, obviously. So, um, again, very excited. Before we go on talking about the New York Islanders, the NHL on TNT broadcast is absolutely amazing. It's everything I could have asked for. You got, obviously, you got Biz, you got Gretzky, you got Liam McHugh, who's outstanding, from on Long Island Talkin'. also. Uh, Talkit, Rick Talkit's on there, and uh, Anson Carter. And they had Charles Barkley on there. It was absolutely one of the best things I've ever seen in hockey really could be taking the next step here with these guys at the helm on TNT. Yeah, and even last, uh, yesterday with ESPN, uh, the theme being back was obviously awesome. And um, Two games. I like the presentation a lot. Some things they can clean up, like the sky cam, I don't like at all. But um, definitely can see them taking the next step. Obviously, they also moved out-of-market games from NHL TV to ESPN+, Plus, which a lot of people have, so... Hockey should, uh, should gain exposure a lot more with these two um, big channels. I'm not the biggest fan of it beyond ESPN+, Plus, but it's a lot easier, and it's cheaper as well, so, I mean, that's good. I don't know. I loved having NHL TV. I loved just the whole concept of NHL TV. It was awesome, but, I mean, it's basically the same thing, but on ESPN now. Yeah, it's harder to find, but... We'll get used to it as time goes on. So, I guess we got to start with the Big Islanders news that dropped yesterday now. Ryan Pulak, eight-year deal, $60 million. I believe it is a 6.5 cap hit, AAV? I think it's 6.25. 6.25, that's what I meant. Yeah. I mean, wow. unreal. Yeah. Unexpected. Very unexpected. Ryan Pulak makes 6.25 now, and... Uh, Pelic makes what's it five point seven five? Yep. So they're making literally twelve million, and they're the best pair in hockey. <laughs> and you look at some of the other guys that are getting paid uh absolute 
boatload of money, like Eric Carlson, Seth Jones, even, I mean, Drew Dowdy still. Wow, what a deal. Lou Lamarillo already throwing his hat in for Jam of the Year again. Shocker. I'm excited. We get Pulak and Pelic for another eight years. And he took a pay cut. Yeah, it's crazy to think about that. Um, they're going to be the first pair for the next eight years, both under $6.5 million. It's very incredible, especially, like you said, the um, amount of money defensemen are getting paid now. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, but it shows that the um, the players are all in. They, they're willing to take these discounts to stay with the team and make some noise. So, obviously, great contract. Um yeah, eight more years. It's it's just it's crazy. And again, it was I didn't see it coming, but glad they got the contract done now because obviously next year um, it's Barzy's turn again. So doing getting it done now was a huge win. Speaking of contracts, Kiefer Bellows and Corey Schneider resigned since the last time we spoke. I believe the Parisi and Charred deals also came out. Are they all? Aren't they all like seven hundred fifty k for all four of them? With bonuses Key, for Kiefer was, Kiefer was eight fifty with no bonuses, but yeah. Wow, he's really gonna be flexing his pockets now over those old old boys. Kiefer's staying. He didn't get sent down. I know Hickey got sent down. Scarrick got sent down in their place. I mean, you know, I like Bellows. He could be decent. Yeah. I'm not really expecting too much out of him here, though. Yeah, it could be a good depth piece uh, when needed. Um, had uh, a couple good flashes in preseason, but again, that's all that Kiefer Bellows is. Flashes and then disappointment. Um, but yeah, can't complain. Better than uh, Leo. I I didn't watch every Islander preseason game. I feel like I haven't heard Leo's name once, and I'm not complaining. That is for sure. I will not be complaining about not hearing Leo's name. Until he plays opening night, of course, instead of Oliver Walsh, which won't be happening. Vancouver just tied the game up. No way. Was it Quinn Hughes? Let's go. Oh, yeah, well, it was Quinn Hughes, Quinny, yeah. Let's go, my fantasy team. I, by far, the best fantasy team in the league. I don't even want to hear it from anyone else. I'm going with two assists now. Who got the, the uh, secondary? Miller. I don't have him. Yeah, but so far, I have Landis Gog, Pacioretty, and Quinn Hughes that have won off within these last two days. And Jack Campbell got the win tonight. Your team's not looking so hot, though. I, I, I haven't had that many players, and I'm not too worried. And Kyle Connor scored for me. What a guy. Yeah, I have him in my other league. I have 100 points in my other league. Don't worry about that. You have 100 points in your other league? Yeah, Ian uh, Ian put the scoring at 10, so, uh, yeah. I mean, that speaks for itself. <laughs> and I had Ovi, so. All right, I guess before we do our predictions, because that's what the show will basically be about, our predictions and some other little bullshit chatter, we will do a former Islander segment like usual. Devontae did not play for the Avalanche. He's still out. But, but Islanders... Bridgeport Islanders, now legend, Kyle Burroughs, played for Vancouver. And he looked pretty good for the most part. I know he's still playing right now. They were really talking him and uh, Jack Rathbone up at the intermission. Yeah, I mean, I've, I remember he made like his debut for Colorado and fought, and now he's with Vancouver. I mean, good for him. Um, it's whatever. <laughs> um, I guess 
this kind of fits into the segment because he is now a former Islander, kind of. But Eric Gustafson, we did not sign back. Uh, he's back in Chicago. Yeah, we did not re-sign or bring Eric Gustafson in on his PTO. I mean, it is what it is. I know a lot of people are annoyed about it, but we're going to give Robin Sowell the playing time and Andy Green will be starting, which I personally am not the biggest fan of having him and Chara in the same core, but Green's a, great, a very dependable player, excuse me. And, you know, whatever we get from Green is always an added bonus. Yeah, I mean, I don't... It's it's whatever. It's Eric Gustafson. Um, glad he was brought in, but, you know, Trotz doesn't want him, then I don't want him. Yeah, that's a very fair point. Someone has ripped one for Chicago. I think it might have been Debrinkit. Uh, another former Islander, Callum DeHaan. He got lit up on the penalty kick. Oh, Connor Murphy! Another one of my fantasy players! Let's go! <laughs> I'm buzzing. Oh, he scored? Right yeah, he just ripped one past Darcy Kemper. The Avalanche looks so good, even without Nathan McKinnon. It's crazy. They're gonna, they really are the team to beat this year. We'll talk about Tampa in a second, too, and that whole uh, shit show. But, what was I saying? Oh, uh, and Everly uh, cannot, still can finish. Oh, yeah, Everly hit the post 10 seconds into his Seattle Kraken career. Good old Jordan Everly. Yeah, oh, Calvin DeHaan. Uh, yeah. They're getting lit up by the Avalanche. Shout out Calvin DeHaan. That's a name I feel like I haven't heard in a long time. Amanek on waivers. John Tavares is still in the Maple Leafs, and they won. They beat they the did. Canadians when it didn't matter. All right, <laughs> way too much time with this segment. So, last little bit of Islanders news before we get into our predictions. Matt Martin and Semyon Varlamov will not be starting the season with the Islanders. They're both respectively injured, and they'll be back sooner rather than later. So expect Sorokin to be in goal, and probably Ross Johnston on the fourth line, or Richard Ponick. What do you think? No, Ponick's in the AHL, so it's got to be Ross. I missed that. I really liked Richard Ponick, so it's going to either be Leo then, or Ross. I really like Richard Ponick, though, in the uh, pre-season games I did watch. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, again, it's good depth. I'm sure he'll be the first one to get called up if something were to happen. And I guess we'll start off with any roster surprises, which there really shouldn't be any. Mine would be Robin Salo maybe not making the team and Sebastian Ajo making it over him. I know Ajo is a little bit older, I believe, and he's been more proven on North American ice, but Robin Salo will be the better player Mark that down, write it in stone. I believe Robin Sala will be a lot better than Sebastian Ajo for the New York Islanders. I guess I'm just surprised that, Pon- again, I know you just said it, but Ponick not making it. I expected them to be at least like the 13th forward. I'm uh, most surprised by that. Um, but again, it's what we expected. Otherwise, other than that. Seemed about, you know, what we expected. I want. I really want a Zach Parise goal. Right, uh, game one would be nice. I know he didn't score in the uh, preseason. Not that it really matters because you know it's preseason. But we'll get right into our division picks. I'll start off my first. I don't know if you have yours up yet. I don't have us winning the division here. I think we are a really good team. I think we could win the division. 
but I'm a little bit not nervous, but shaky with us winning it. I think we're going to be a little bit inconsistent at times. We're going to have really high highs and some low lows like we usually do every year, the last two years at least. But I do have the Carolina Hurricanes winning the division. Their team is absolutely stacked, as is ours. But I feel like they might be a little bit more consistent than we will be. But I have us at second, obviously. So Hurricanes won, us two. The Capitals looked really good tonight. I know they played the Rangers, so scary. Without Backstrom. Without Backstrom, but Ovi, Ageless Wonder, Mantha looked good. You know, it was just TJ Oshie, that pass he had to, uh, what was it, uh, LaPierre. Wow, that was beautiful. I have them third. Here's where things get weird because, I mean, you can really go with the Rangers in the fourth spot or the Flyers in the – you know, Rangers or Flyers in the fourth spot. I have the Rangers personally. They got their ass handed them today, but I still think they're going to be a pretty good team. Golan's a really good coach, and they do have some very good players, obviously. I have Flyers five. Here's kind of a hot take. I have the Devils over Pittsburgh at six. Or, yeah, at six. And then Pittsburgh and Columbus under them. All right. I think we're going to win the division. I get your point. I think it's going to be really close to the end, but um, I can see sometimes Carolina's defense faltering. We don't know what Freddie Anderson's going to do this year. Obviously very skilled offensively, but I think it's going to be close, but I think we're going to be in first. Obviously they're going to be in second. I see Washington becoming in third. Um, Fourth, I'm going to go... um, This is tough. I'm going to go Philly. Um, I, I think their roster is a lot better than people think. Depends on how long Kevin Hayes is out and if God Hat can bounce back. Gotta fifth, I, fifth, I have the Rangers. Sixth, I have the Devils. Uh, seventh, I have Pittsburgh. Again, I just don't know. Um, obviously, last night they won, but again, that's one game. And then we got to talk. About, have, we have to talk about that. Yeah, but in eighth, I have Columbus. So, like we said, Pittsburgh. Won against Tampa yesterday opening night. They demolished the Stanley, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and they made them look like they were complete crap. It was crazy because I know we both put money on Tampa winning. It just hurt to watch in that aspect that we had money on the game, but they got absolutely destroyed by the Penguins, who didn't have Crosby, Malkin, or Gensel. They had Danton Heinen on their top line, and Brian Boyle, who they signed maybe. Less than a week ago, scored. It was an absolute disaster. Well, you signed him that day. It was that. Oh, screw Tampa. I despise Tampa. And, the oh, library. and their building was a library. Pretty usual. Yeah, the library. Yeah. It's so rough. So And so then that fucking, that fucking anthem singer was back. I hate her. She almost died. Be nice. It's... Yeah, she almost died over the summer, apparently. I thought she retired. I thought she almost died. I thought, I mean, we might both be I, wrong. Well, I think she, re- she almost retired because she almost died. So we might both be right then. Well, Obviously, well, I mean, she's doing better, thank- thankfully. Thankfully, let's make that known. We are happy that her health is good. She's just not a good singer. Alright, let's get right into your favorite part of the segment. The hot take part of the prediction show. Jake? As the king of hot takes, you can begin. All right. Um, let's just keep it short and simple. I think Washroom's going to get 55 points this season. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a hot take, but also could happen pretty easily. I think my hot take is Zach Parise is going to score 22 goals. I don't know if that's looked at as that much of a hot take. I know it, I mean, 20 goals would be awesome, but I think he's going to score 22 goals. And do I have anything else I can think of off the top of my head? Not really. I think maybe I'll say uh, Adam Pellick will get top five in the Norse voting. I also think Dobson's going to break out. I don't have any stat projections, but I think he's going to break out. I could see that, too. Do you have any uh, hot takes or prospects, or that's too far far past your pay level? No, I mean, um, hopefully Bridgeport doesn't get last, I guess. I don't know. Brent Thompson, baby. I just want to see Robin Salo do good. I'm going to predict that Robin Salo will make the AHL All-Star game, and he will be the next Devontae's. For the New York Islanders, except not go to Colorado this time. What a team they have, man. Yeah, this is going to be a really short episode, but do you have any prospect things you want to talk about? I know that's your big segment every week. Yeah, obviously uh, not too much has been happening. Obviously, the Islanders sent Atu back to Finland, and I know there's been some drama on... Um, he, would, he, he played one game, and he actually apparently looked really good in the game, and then they scratched him for two games. So everyone was freaking out, even though it's not a big deal. And the coach said it was rest, obviously. I don't think they've played since. Uh, Wing Dufour already has three goals in two games. Uh, he's killing it. Um, I think Cameron Berg, I think we took him in the fourth round this past year. Uh, and his first shift he scored. Other than that, nobody else has really started. Um, Simon Holmstrom killed it in Bridgeport's preseason. Um, obviously, it's Bridgeport's preseason, so... It's nobody really cares, but you know, I think Bridgeport could have a fun squad this year. Um, especially if Salo plays there, Bulldog's getting back out there. Uh, Reese Newkirk's down there, so it could be a fun year, uh, for them. Um, definitely, I've, I've always wanted to go to Connecticut to catch one game, so maybe about this year. You might be the first ever praise you've ever said, I want to go to Connecticut to watch a hockey game. And arenas on arena. I mean, I love... I don't love Bridgeport. I like Bridgeport. It's always really good memories of my childhood going there. Neighborhood's pretty terrible. <laughs> Go down the block. It's not, you know, the prettiest sight. But I've had some great memories in, in uh, Connecticut and Bridgeport. So I'm definitely going to go to a game or two this year. I'm excited. Where is Tristan Lennox now? Oh, no. They haven't assigned him anywhere. That's pretty interesting. I think he's going to be another very good goaltending prospect we'll have. And I think Scarrett could have a really good year, too. Now that we've sent him down, he will be the guy down there. We oh, do, have... do you, um... What? Do you remember my hot take about the really tall goalie that he's going to be the future backup? Uh, he was Swedish. It was uh, T- H- Henrik Tikkanen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about it? So apparently he's the worst goalie. Um, he he has a goals against like six. Um, T.O. Mitch said that like he just he just does not have any goalie fundamentals at all. He's just really tall. So um, big Tristan Lennox guy now. I I I mean maybe it'll change, but he just he does not look good at all. Yeah, I mean we don't really. It's not like we really need him. I think Tristan Lennox is actually very good. 
and he's going to be solid with uh, hopefully Mitch Horn if they're both there at the same time. They're playing in the Saginaw. They just haven't done it yet. Yeah, probably. Saginaw's a sick logo, though. That'd be a cool jersey to get if he ever made it to the NHL. I'd get a Saginaw Lennox jersey. Perfetti. Yeah, Cole Perfetti did nothing tonight. I didn't watch the game too closely, but... You know, it's kind of hard to watch a hockey game closely when you have three different screens on and trying to just, like, watch all the hockey at once. Kind of tough, but, I mean, I want to see who's going right away. Not Saginaw had a good team in 2019. They had Bodie, they had Jenkins, they had Perfetti. Koski and Lennox. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good NHL, potential NHL talent there. Do we have anything else to really talk about, or can we wrap it up? Uh, we can give uh, score predictions for tomorrow. Yeah, I get. All right, hold up. Before we go to that, I do remember something. Uh, Lou was asked today about Trotz's contract expiring after next year. Oh, I did see that. He said he said he had no comment about it. Typical Lou. Trotz has a lifetime contract here. Obviously, you know, it's He's not, not going over. anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's getting a statue at uh, outside UBS within the next 20 years. Easily. I hope, at least. You know, that'd be cool. I guess we can go on to finally wrapping up and talking about the home, quote-unquote, the opening game. Not, it wouldn't be a home opener. Opening game against Carolina tomorrow. I think we're going to pull it out, win 4-2. Let's say Lee has two goals, Bailey has a goal, and Casey Zika scores. I'm going 3-2. Um, I think it's going to be Parise, Palmieri, and Brock. I would love a Brocktober goal. We need to get the Brocktober <laughs> going. Of course. Uh, Parise, actually, I know he didn't score, I'm saying. I know you talked about this before, but he actually looked quicker than I thought he would be. Unlike Zdeno Chara, but we all knew that. He's 44. Yeah, I mean, Char just has to use his size. I'm, I'm not, I'm not asking for a lot. Yeah, I mean, first game tomorrow, big game. You know, it's annoying. I won't say it's annoying because you want to play the best competition, but we're literally playing the best competition in our division right away. It's a good benchmarking point, but it is only one game. So if we win, yippee! If we lose, it's not the end of the world. We have plenty of more games to hopefully win. So a lot of hockey left. A lot of hockey left, so that'll wrap it up. Hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Very uh, shorter one, but a lot of, you know, compact information and random NHL crap going on. Check us out on Skates and Stakes on Twitter, where we will be giving you game updates. Hopefully, if one of us remembers to po- uh, post gifts when everyone scores, rip Steve. And yeah, let's go. Hockey's back, boys and girls. Oh, gee, I.